The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. It certainly has been a momentous week, especially in New South Wales politics with the resignation of Gladys Berejiklian and the coming to power of the new Premier, Dominic Perrottet. But of course, there's not been a moment of rest since media has discovered that he is in fact a conservative Christian leader. And there has been the beginning of attacks that have come from leftist leaders and leftist media. Bill Muhlenberg has been looking at what's happening and monitoring the developments. Back with us once again, Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you again, Neil. Bill, uh, not unusual, I imagine, if you look at former leaders who've been conservative Christians like Tony Abbott and, of course, our current Prime Minister, uh, the media does like to have a field day playing with their faith. Uh, What are your thoughts around what's happened with Dominic Perrottet so far this week? Yes, more of the same. Uh, Fully expected. All the usual suspects, whether our ABC or all the other left media, leftist politicians, they're all, uh, well, almost foaming at the mouth right now. This is the worst thing they can imagine. Here we got this guy, uh, young, intelligent, uh, bright, professional politician, but, oh, he's conservative and he's Catholic. And he's pro-life, and he's pro-family, and gasp, he actually has six children. I mean, how low can you go? So uh, you have all the left absolutely going uh, hysterical over this, and there's been plenty of hatchet jobs taking place. We've had the ABC, of course, weighing in. We've had uh, almost all the media outlets, you know, over and over again. Oh, he's Catholic, and he has six children. Uh, I, I didn't think in our uh, laws, our constitution, it said anything about, you know, a requirement for office, the number of children you have, or your particular faith. In fact, uh, as far as I can uh, tell, it says quite the opposite. Your religious belief should not be a requirement for those who can hold public office. So, uh Once again, we have the, uh, well, it's the hypocrisy of the left because they don't call out their own. If you have a religious lefty running for office or in office, that's no problem. It's only when you get conservatives and Christians, and worse yet, when they are conservative Christians. So you get the typical left-wing media, and whenever they make the reference to the new premier, they use that in their descriptor, hard right Catholic with six children, as though that is an insult or is it some sort of signalling to say to uh, followers of leftist politics that uh, you can't trust this guy because he's hard right and his values will influence all of his decisions as leader. It's like a a signalling, isn't it, that happens in the media? 
Yeah, well, it's both. It is an insult and it is a signaling danger, danger. This guy is uh, dangerous. Uh, you know, he must be exposed. He must be uh, driven out of town and stoned to death. Uh, you know, evil, evil. I mean, it's just been over the top what we've seen this past week. Uh, again, just one after another weighing in, whether full-blown articles written in the usual places, the Melbourne Age, Sydney Morning Herald, uh, doing hatchet jobs on him, attacking him, accusing him of just about everything under the sun, and Scott Morrison as well. Or simply, you know, again, as we say, the hypocrisy. If we talk about Kevin Rudd, who's a religious guy, do they talk about him and his faith and the number of children he has? Uh, you know, Christine uh, Keneally, uh, Catholic. Do they mention every time they talk about her? Oh, Catholic Keneally, right? Uh, do they talk about Anglican this or Baptist that? No, it's only if the person is a conservative and worse yet, uh, belongs to a conservative religious faith. Uh, so if you're a committed Catholic who's pro-life, or if you're uh, moving Pentecostal circles like our prime minister, well, that's taboo, that's shameless, that must be exposed, that must be attacked. Uh, uh, again, you just wonder about the double standards here. You have practicing Christians and you have nominal Christians because there's an interesting contrast that you could develop here and uh, you've done so in your latest article talking about Dominic Perrottet, but you're saying that uh, there are nominal Catholics who are at the head of parties and governments around Australia. One of those you identify as Dan Andrews, and uh, identifying him too as one of the most anti-Christian leaders. Yeah, well, absolutely. There's plenty of politicians around who, at least if push comes to shove, they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm a Catholic, and, you know, they will admit to that almost sheepishly so certainly andrews is at best what we would call a nominal catholic there's nothing spiritual about the guy and there's certainly nothing catholic about his values and beliefs i mean everything he's done since being in power either as health minister or premier has been totally anti-catholic anti-christian whether the most draconian pro-abortion laws in the world euthanasia laws the whole so-called safe schools programs the uh, making it illegal to pray for those with unwanted same-sex attraction you can get 10 years in prison i mean the list goes on and on this guy is a christophobe uh, bar none he's probably Probably the most uh, misotheistic uh, anti-Christian leader in Australia, if not much of the free world. And yet, again, he will have at least uh, probably written somewhere on his uh, CV or on his uh, Wikipedia page, you know, religion, Catholic. But nobody makes a stink out of that because he's the right kind of Catholic. He doesn't believe in any of the basics of his own Catholic faith. So he's fine. The media won't lay a glove on him. Again, won't lay a glove on uh, 
somebody like Kevin Rudd, who's also of the left, uh, Keneally in New South Wales. They can be as religious as they want, as long as it's the proper kind of religion, right? If you're a lefty in your religious views and political views, well, the more the merrier. But if you're conservative in your political and Christian values and beliefs, well, that's verboten. That cannot be allowed to stand. The right kind of Christian, the right kind of Catholic, and uh, there are darlings in the media who are the right kind of Christians for those leftist views, and uh, they get a pretty fair run. In fact, there are so-called Christians, and let's say nominal Christians here, who may be journalists or other politicians who will be the biggest critics of the practicing Christian bill. Yeah, well, exactly. As I mentioned, there is a major hit piece, well, more than one, but one of the big ones I discuss in The Age, Sydney Morning Herald, was actually written by somebody who calls herself an interfaith minister. Um, that's always danger right there when you start talking about yourself as interfaith, because that almost always means you're fully keen with Islam, Buddhism, you name it, anything and everything. It's just that you hate Christianity, especially the biblical uh, Christianity that's out there. They're quite happy to pick and choose cafeteria style, those bits of religions that they like, but they want nothing to do with the core and crucial teachings of biblical Christianity. So yeah, the hit piece done today on Parate was done by one of these interfaith ministers and uh, on and on it went, you know, uh, these people are terrible. He's, uh, you know, he's got six children and he's uh, he's against abortion and he's got all these horrible beliefs and went through a whole list, half of which are probably not even true. In fact, she attacks Morrison in the same article. So again, it's uh, there's two different camps here. There's the uh, religious types out there who are anything but Christian, and then there's the real deal Christian, and the two are quite distinct from each other. When you're looking at the difference, Bill, it's the authority of the Bible that seems to make the difference here. Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts about those who will hold to the authority of our Christian scriptures and those who uh, will hold that either very lightly or not at all and even reject the Bible? Yeah, well, that makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? That does determine who is the real deal. That separates the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goats. If you don't have a high view of Scripture, God's Word to us, see it as His absolute unchanging Word, well, what are you left with? You're simply running with the editorial policy of the New York Times or the ABC, right? Your religious absolutes become whatever the secular left is pushing at the time. So, of course, uh, the left does not like uh, those who take their faith seriously, certainly those who take biblical truth seriously, because it goes against everything they believe in, whether it's this interfaith minister writing these hit pieces or uh, other politicians like Keneally saying, oh, I'm a great Catholic, I'm, I'm also pro-abortion, pro-homosexuality, you name your issue. Uh, in fact, if, if you want, I can give you a, a quite an interesting story about all this. Um, 
There used to be, of course, until COVID came along, the annual National Prayer Breakfast at Canberra uh, held every year at Parliament House. I've been to quite a few of these over the years, and I recall one episode oh, going back at least 20 or more years. We were at the morning prayer breakfast. Uh, I forget the speaker, but again, they're usually biblical Christians and might have even been Margaret Court, who was speaking at the time. In the audience uh, were about a thousand of us, and one was a former Australian Democrat senator, John Woodley. Now, here he was, politician, yet he was also a uniting church minister. Now, that should send alarm bells off straight away, and sure enough, he was pro-homosexuality. Every lousy leftist agenda item, John Woodley was in favor. Sadly, many in that particular denomination have been. So anyways, uh, the speaker is speaking. Uh, John Woodley is there eating his breakfast. Uh, she started, if, again, if it was Margaret Court, talking about what the Bible has to say about homosexuality. I looked over. You can see Woodley was getting very angry. He slammed down his silverware. He got up and he stormed out of the great hall of parliament in Canberra. He couldn't stand hearing the word of God proclaimed. He couldn't stand uh, biblical truth when it came to some of his pet uh, issues such as homosexuality. So this is another example. Nobody condemned Woodley, right, for being a minister and a politician at the very same time. He was the right kind of minister. He was the right kind of religious guy. That is, on the left, somebody who does not take biblical truth seriously, somebody who simply runs with the latest trendy secular agenda items. And uh, for that, nobody complained. The media wasn't on his case. Other politicians were not saying, you know, aren't you worried your faith is going to have an impact on your politics? It's only when you're a conservative, then they start asking, oh, isn't it Dominic Perrottet's faith. It'll have an impact on his the way he runs things as premier of New South Wales. So uh, it's the double standards. It's the blatant hypocrisy we keep seeing over and over again. Well, this is the nation we live in, and there are some media outlets uh, that go for uh, giving their imprimatur, their own imprimatur, to the right kind of religion that's allowed and and obviously not uh, when the Bible is considered to be authoritative and front and centre to shape values. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. I'll point listeners to uh, one of your latest articles, one we've been talking about today. It's entitled Perite. More anti-Christian bigotry and reflection on what much of the leftist mainstream media is reporting about the new New South Wales Premier. Bill Muhlenberg, uh, thanks so much for joining us once again today. I'll just point listeners to your articles at billmuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thanks again, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.